Good day, good afternoon, good whenever it is you are listening to this. Thank you very much for listening to this. You are checking out yet another Woke and Baked slash streaming service at Chill. And today I am joined by Jake Thompson and doing backup, doing our research on the spot, Siri. All right, today we are reviewing Indiana Jones and The Last Crusade. The Last Crusade is currently streaming on Netflix and can be seen in real life at the Orca Theater. As always, links and show notes are in the description. Here is the Wikipedia breakdown of Indiana Jones and The Last Crusade. Indiana Jones and The Last Crusade is a 1989 American action-adventure film directed by Steven Spielberg from a story co-written by executive producer George Lucas. It is the third installment of the Indiana Jones franchise. Harrison Ford reprises the total role, while his father is portrayed by Sean Connery. Other cast members featured include Allison Duty, Denholm Elliott, Julian Glover, River Phoenix, and John Reese Davis. In the film, set largely in 1938, Indiana searches for his father, a Holy Grail scholar who has been kidnapped by Nazis. Alright. Without any further ado, ladies, gentlemen, and others, here is some streaming service and chill. So, okay, so what that would be would be an infused joint. So that would be, let's get, let's get around the microphone is, while we're okay. talking this about This is important. This is, I mean, these are important this things is, to talk this about. This is business. So, so you have, um, you've got, uh, you've got companies like Greatland. I'm going to start dropping my molly bag in here since everyone's like, fucking thing in here. Why not? 200 pounds of it. We're two. And just just so we're clear, so anyone listening is clear, when we talk about uh, bringing bags of Molly in here, we're talking we're talking about like gear of not like not like powerlifting gear, uh, like military surplus like military of, surplus Molly. Yeah, because we're not we're not we're, we don't have that kind of money. We don't have that kind of budget. No, Cause, well, because because Bill has a bag I'm very envious of uh, that was lifted. My scum your, bag. your tax dollars paid for his bag, by the way. Yeah. It's not, yeah, he didn't. He didn't purchase that. Yeah, it was a, my scumbag. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so Greatland Ganja, who, okay. uh, by the way, we carry their uh, their their products are carried at Red Run as well as all the fine dispensaries in the state. They have what are called boom blunts. Which I hear it's better at Red Run. Everything's better at Red Run. Yeah. And he, and anyone who tells you other otherwise is lying to you. They're basically they're basically CNN. <laughs> um, so, uh, so going back to the the boom blunts, which are like inf- infused joints, I think. Yes. Um, good titrations make them, but it's but they're joints with uh, with concentrates inside of them. So yeah, you got like an elephant dick joint, and then you put the alien jizz in there, which is what you would have to call the concentrate of alien cream. Um, yeah. You know, you have to you have to own it and absorb it. But yeah, you could you could totally do an elephant dick joint uh, with alien jizz. Um, uh, Concentrating like a good turp sauce. No, I think so. Yeah. 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 Maybe some maybe some big old diamonds in there at the mm-hmm. very at the very end of the joint. So that like For the happy ending. For the happy ending. For the explosion of flavor. <laughs> 
actually, to be to be truthful, like diamonds don't have aliens eat a lot of pineapple. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a real it's a it's a popular snack amongst the aliens. Um, most people don't know that um, that Dole Pineapple is the official sponsor of Alien Nation. Really? Yeah. I mean, I, I have to run back yeah. in my mind that the Alien Nation, like the original showing of it. But yeah, if I recall correctly, Dole Pineapple was the official. It doesn't uh, matter if you're wrong. I'm, I'm, I mean, my feeling is that I feel like we can make shit up as long as we're There's we're no honest about making it up. Like I don't. There's no one out there right now that's like fucking just lost respect for Dole. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm I'm switching my canned foods brand. <laughs> but, or or uh, on the flip side, there's no one that's like I'm buying more Dole now. Yeah. Well, if they're trying to get their sperm to taste better, then, yeah. Then allegedly, like I don't know, I've never well, I've never tasted my own sauce before and afterwards. Um, although well, that would explain. Although I did uh, read an article on Vice uh, uh, on their website a very long time ago. I think it was Vice, but it, there was a, a dude who was. Um, drinking different teas uh, from Starbucks, like having different drinks and seeing if it affected the taste of his own jizz. Yeah. Uh, and he said Oprah's tea from Starbucks uh, made his jizz taste better. See, and the, the thing is, is like, this, you know, that's a fucking scientist. He just doesn't have the degree on the wall, you know? He just doesn't have the piece of paper up there. He's willing to, to learn for us so we don't have to do the yeah, work. Yeah, like, I don't have to taste my jizz based against Starbucks teas now because of him. <laughs> yeah. That's a fucking hero. <laughs> He's telling me that this one makes it taste better. Um, however, the flip side of that is, like, I, my wife's not going to go for that. <laughs> like, like, baby, I've been drinking the, the Oprah tea. You're like, no, it's, no... Get that away. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, you don't understand. Here, let me show you this guy's article. <laughs> I mean, he's he's doing the learning for us, babe. <laughs> I put the research in. I've drank all these teas. you got to fulfill your end of the bargain. <laughs> or I've got to sleep on the couch. What are those two? Or you're not going to talk to me for a long time. One of us has to taste this jizz, this jizz and it's weird if I do it. <laughs> the truth but but then what if she flips it on me like what if she goes old school german on me and she's like well i need you to find out if this changes the taste of my feces <laughs> well i started it doggone it i gotta finish it yeah no i mean you know it, there i was with some ketchup and hot you, sauce what you know I, I i hate to be that guy but i think we need to come to terms with the fact like when you are dating a german you have to expect that you're dating a German. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's weird because, like, I, I dated, um, like, I lived in Germany for a while and I, I dated. Which explains a lot. It does explain. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, no, ginger and German. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, You've got the blue eyes, but you're still Jewish. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, yeah. So I never got, but I never dated a German chick that was, like, like that was that cool. Like, that was that down to party. Yeah, um, they're all like they just happened to be German. Like, I never got to get that experience. See, I, 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 okay. So what we're gonna do now? Everyone that's everyone that's listening right now, like, go ahead, just just mute your your headphones for a minute. Uh, Bill and I are gonna talk. Okay, um, but just for me, cover so, your ears. Yeah, exactly. And uh, give us uh, about two minutes, and you can pop back on. We'll be okay. fine. Um, so anyway, so I believe this is my theory because like. 
German chicks are fucking hot. Okay. Hands down. Yeah. But I think I think everyone wants the Nazi German chick. Which leads into the movie that we just recently reviewed. Well, it leads us into the review of this movie, yeah. yeah. Why we're here today, which is hot Nazi chicks. Now remember they're not listening right now, it's just me and you. It's talking. just yes, yeah, we yeah, can't we go, go like another review. like minute thirty um, seconds, but yeah. I think that like part of that would be you, you just want like a the high pitched Yeah. Yeah, well, you want the angry, angry yelling and, and the and it's a, it's all a sex thing. Come here, dumb cop. Yeah, yeah. You you yeah. want all you want Helga to be like angry. You know, we have listeners in Germany, so they could like get back to us. Oh, yeah, they yeah. could they could let us know what's right and what's wrong. Or you could just long go live to, the Third Reich. Wait, too soon. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I don't know. I don't know. But that was Jake and not me. Um, <laughs> Yeah, fucking Siri over there. <laughs> um, Tourette's. Oh man. Yeah, no, but no, that's that's my weird. Like my okay, because I, I I've had enough encounters with German chicks that I, I feel like out of the six or seven I know, I feel like I've got a pretty good sample size. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you got like six or seven of them. It's basic, and and they're all on Pornhub. It's all you know. It's it's an accurate. You know, depiction. I mean, they're traveling on vacation. Um, no, but like I, I think there's like the, I think there's a weird, uh, I don't know what it is. Like they're, um, there's, they have of course the overall repressed, sort of vibe, and then they get all fucking freaky, and then like they're tattooing numbers on your arm and making you go live in the closet, and that's when it gets hot. <laughs> the closet. Or... <laughs> well, I, I don't doubt that you I spend don't, a lot of time offer, in the closet. <laughs> when, um, when they offer me a shower though. <laughs> <laughs> oh man thank too god soon, for, too I, soon see I'm fairly certain I can edit this shit out if, it's, <laughs> if I listen to it again and it's that bad which is about, like how I decide whether or not to get rid of shit it's like I listen to it I was like man is that really fucking luckily it's in the very beginning like it's when, it's when it gets to minute like 38 and it's like I gotta dig for it like oh I gotta get rid of this now I have to really listen but if we're inside the first 10 minutes fuck it um, but so in, in Germany prostitution is legal so I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you uh, a story of my youths in in Germany. And I don't know that I've ever necessarily shared this one on the podcast, but when I was a young man uh, growing up in Germany, I grew up around like not only was I stationed there, but I, I lived there as a kid. And so I, I was friends with um, with a lot of the GIs. A I didn't I didn't drink, so they always had a DD. So they you know like if we were going out, then they mm. were just paying for the club and a couple of Red Bulls for me, and they could get shit faced. Whatever they had a safe drive home. But that also meant that when they wanted to go down to the red light district, they also had a ride. Boom. So me being the young man without a whole lot of money, because nobody's springing for you to for, for your vagine. Like nobody's paying for you to go. Maybe they will. Maybe you've got a good friend in from out of town. They'll pay for you, especially if you're driving to go get some to go pay for some booty. But on this particular night, I was not paying for booty. I was just taking a walk around the red light district through the brothels, getting to talk to some of the, the, he the was ladies. Getting paid for booty. I was a young man. I was, <laughs> gotta make a living. Gotta make a living. No, anyway. um, I was, you know, I was better looking then than I am now. Uh, I was a fresher piece of meat. <laughs> At this point, I'd just be a novelty. Um, old white guy. <laughs> One stop on the like the tour guide of Germany. I'd be like, dude. I'd be like, ah, oh, you know, yeah, basically. Um, so I was walking through the. Have the you red done light. the bill? No. <laughs> <laughs> If not, it's your opportunity to fuck an old white man uh, in the butt. Uh, 
So, so I, I was walking around talking to, to the ladies because the way it's set up, it's like in a like an apartment building, right? So you walk around and there's a woman in front of the door and you can talk to her and see what's up. And I spoke to one, and they all speak English because Frankfurt is a banking hub. In fact, now that um, Brexit is a thing, that the main banking hub for Europe mm-hmm. is Frankfurt. So going over there now would be. It's, I'm sure it's different from when I left. Absolutely. Well, um, and let's face it. Like, anytime you're dealing in the realm of prostitution, the the like the person that organizes everything always speaks English. Don't know why. Smart business move. Who knows? Maybe people that speak English like are more apt to pay for sex. Have no idea. I don't know. Like, she seems like a cultured lady. She speaks English. <laughs> but I was walking by a room and I was speaking to to the lady that that was occupying, and she had a wall of dildos and by the way at the time uh hooking up with don't we lady, all if you don't you're an asshole yeah um, if you don't you don't well, have an asshole. You don't, yeah, uh, if you don't have a wall of assholes and a wall of dildos then like you're only halfway done what are we here for yeah. um so but I'm walking through the wall and, and i see the wall right and i and i ask her because this time it's about 40 deutschmarks which is a, a like less than two to one better than two to one so less than 20 bucks yeah. to hook up with a lady so i'm figuring if i had 40 bucks First thing I'm doing is two ladies. Um, but I, I, I asked her, and I was like, yeah, so how often do guys like pay for, because that's what I assumed it was for. Um, how often are guys paying for, for two ladies and to see you beat cheeks with another one? Um, she's like, she's like, oh, every once in a while, but mostly it's for me to wear and to, to use on men. And most of the time, they're British. So every time I speak to someone with a British accent, I just imagine that they're into butt stuff. I know. I I think it's funny that you bring that up because I lead with that. I was like, "Hi, my name's Jake. Your name's oh Charles. Charles. So you're into butt stuff, right?" I mean, and and they're like, "Well, yeah." Prince Harry. Prince Harry. Yeah, I'm just imagining that Meghan Markle is oh you're going you're going ginger versus ginger. Ah, you know what? He started it. You're turning on your own people. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Ginger on ginger hate crime. That's true. I'm ready for it. I'm ready for that shit. Um, well, okay. So he might not even be Charles' kid. Part that that's part of the rumor of why he uh, left the royal family because he he might not be. If if anything were to happen to Prince William, Prince Harry is not would would be. Uh, there's an argument that would be made that he is not a legitimate heir to the throne. Because his mom liked Wiener. Yeah, well, I mean, it happens. It happens. It yeah. happens. Uh, you know, and, and I'm sure... We've all been married to that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let's, let's all just collectively sigh in disappointment of how we've been betrayed by the one we loved. <laughs> so speaking of the one we loved, what happened to, to um, Indiana's mom? They never touch on that. No. There's never, and I didn't watch the show with Sean she Patrick. She was sick with something and died. That's like the only line they have in. Aren't you Siri? Like you, you should yeah, know these yeah, things. like yeah. No, you're letting. You're supposed you're you letting us down. down. No, they'll just cancel the podcast. This We're done. This <laughs> We're like your one job. Pack it in. We're going home. Um, <laughs> so. The movie we're discussing today, showing right now at the yes. Orca Theater, we got to dive into it. It is um, a it, brilliant film, a, the best of the of the original three. It is yeah. it is the best. Um, scarlet it, fever. She died of scarlet fever. Yep. Yeah, nineteen twelve. Oh wow! She had the little bunny. Rest in power. Burned. Anna Mary but, Jones. 
Anna Mary Jones. Yeah. Oh, Wasn't okay. That the Whoa. dog's name? Uh, Indiana was the dog's name. Yeah. Uh, his uh, the the woman he uh, made a baby with is uh, Marianne. Oh. Because I started going ahead into the Crystal Skull. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Uh-oh. <laughs> Giving spoiler alerts for like movies that are ten years old. So anyway, uh, what what I found uh, first thing, and I, I mean I hate to like jump like way ahead in this film because I, I like to take things and start from the beginning, kind of work through it for uh, for our audience of three. Um, you're being generous. <laughs> well, there's three of us here. I might not be listening. I know. He's in serious kind of face. He's thinking about some other shit. Why am I wasting my time? I know. It's like, I see here, these guys are jackasses. I'm going to be hanging out with my brother doing way cooler I stuff. Know. It's, like, it's like, I don't know how to tell them I don't want to be here. Oh, that's, I'm just such a nice guy. Fuck these guys. <laughs> But um, so what I found what was absolutely, absolutely, I, and I, I had no idea before. Like I, I mean, it's a fairly, it's a cheesy film in the realm of Indiana Jones. Like uh, the first Indiana Jones actually is really well acted. Temple of Doom gets kind of out there a little cheesy, but this one is significantly cheesy. Um, but when watching uh, Sean Connery, I both forgot that Sean Connery was James Bond. I mean, this is how amazing his performance was. I forgot he was James Bond. And that he was a wife beater. <laughs> so maybe it wasn't Scarlet Fever. Yeah. <laughs> what if what if that's the sad, sad truth? Is the reason that uh Indiana she fell Jones fell down the stairs and hit herself on the doorknob. <laughs> and that's why he has commitment issues. No, it makes sense. Rest in peace, Mary Ann. Or Anna Mary. You can only sit her, you know. Wait, I mean, Anna Mary, and then he shacked up with Mary Ann? Yeah, whoa, whoa, no. no yeah. So let's go back to this. this is, <laughs> we got some Oedipus We've conflict, been watching so. some incest movies lately. Um, <laughs> we've, we've been watching some movies lately where there is a strong undercurrent of, of incest. I haven't felt this horny since Daddy hit Mommy. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> and that's and that's the the next prequel for Indiana yeah, Jones. Yeah, the, you know? the darkest of the crystals. <laughs> it's just it's it's a crystal in a sock, and Mary Ann's getting hit in the head. Um, it's, just, it's just him in a chair with a psychiatrist going like, a really archaeology, like you you thought that as a career archaeology, like well yeah that way I get to go on adventure. No, no you're supposed to sit in a museum. You just look at stuff and you date it and you put it on the wall. Like that's your job. But but I, I, I solve puzzles and no, no. No Indiana. But yeah. And that's that's gonna be that'll be more of like probably a documentary on the sad, sad life of Doctor Jones. <laughs> so what did you like about the film? Actually, I honestly, I really enjoyed it. Um, all in all, like I had, I mean, it was, it was, I, I didn't, like I said, I never realized how cheesy it was, um, because it was one of my favorite films growing up, and I was a big Sean Connery fan, and um, and I mean, and absolutely, you can see like, uh, you know, how he could be Indiana Jones's father. Made yeah. a lot of sense. He was very, he was very much, I thought, like a like James Bond in this film. He yeah. Was, he was being creative. He was finding tools uh, to to rescue his son. It was a really like it was a really cool adventure film. It was a father son adventure film. 
And that's and that's what it that's for me that's what it was. It was like my dad and I never had those cool adventures. My dad took me to Normandy when I was like eleven. That was pretty cool. But you but never found like the you know the we weren't fighting Nazis. We weren't like we weren't hooking up with the same lady either. You weren't like you know finding like the you know the cup. The, the cup? No. You weren't. Did yeah. we, we didn't we we didn't find the grail. Choose, but choose wisely. Yeah. <laughs> Which. Um, you, so much going on I know. Uh, See, in that and film. That, and I think that's where we all fail as fathers. Yeah, I mean, I take my kid to find the cup of life. So, uh, like, I take my kid to the beach, and I'm exhausted. <laughs> like, and there's no, like, there's no weird areas where we have to, like, make leaps of faith or anything like that. It's mostly just, like, rocks in our shoes. And it's it's a lot. Everyone goes totally silent. Everyone's like, yeah. Flashbacks. Yeah. No, I mean, if you've taken your kid to a beach, you know what it's like. You know, you, they've asked to bury you, and if you like, and if you've been buried, you know what's up. You got to get all that sand out of the, the crevasses. Yeah. It's in your butt crack. Maybe it got down, like in your through your pants. It's, well, it's weird. They're gonna track it into your car. Now you got to vacuum. <laughs> There's no, and there, and it, this isn't even like a thing where you get to live forever. This is just like a day with your children. Well, you don't even get to live forever. You you lose that power when you cross the seal. Yeah, no. And then it's lost forever because it falls down the fucking hole. Yeah, <laughs> like all of this shit for nothing. So your dad, who wasn't who who shouldn't have been there in the fucking first place, getting shot by fucking Nazi occultists. Uh, y- you don't get anything. You you, yeah. you lose the the cup is lost forever. That cup. Yeah. Is fucking gone forever because your dad got shot by Nazis. Because you were you were looking for something you maybe shouldn't have been looking for. You're well, getting involved with people you shouldn't have been getting involved with. Who told you up front they're not supposed to trust? You're not supposed to trust anyone. Which is the craziest shit. Because if you get in conspiracy theories, then that's kind of what they tell you. They tell you up front what they're doing, what their plan is, but you you don't believe it because it's presented to you as a fucking joke. All right, that whole film talking about the Nazi uh, Nazis and the occults. Why not go all the way in? Uh, we talk about Warner von Braun on the podcast a lot. Why? I, I I almost feel like he was intentionally left out. Warner von Braun should have been in this. So what was uh, what was the little Asian kid in short round? Yeah, think he would have dropped the cup? No, nah, motherfucker, he was <laughs> yeah. He hold on for dear exactly. life. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Where? What happened to him? Yeah, what happened in short round? Like, did he? No, he's, he's it was it's a sad tale. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he was they they, they sacrificed yeah. him. Um, he was maybe he was Junior frozen in time like until he it. became uh, Data. <laughs> no. um, maybe he, that's Data's dad. Could be. Oh shit! No, but I, all I'm saying is like you know, okay, uh, mad respect to archaeologists. You know, they do what they do, whatever, fine. But like, if you're clumsy, like gonna drop a holy grail down, like you know, down a gigantic hole and never get it back. Like don't this isn't for you. No, you should you should be doing any number of other things. Yeah. Um but it, it just kinda it's it's weird because it's the sequel to um uh, Raiders of the of the Lost Ark. And well while pre the prequel is Temple of Doom, correct? Temple of Doom, it, Raiders of the Lost Ark, or was it Raiders of the Lost Ark? Ra- okay, Raiders of the Lost Ark came out first. I thought Temple of Doom was second, but is Temple of Doom a Temple prequel? Temple of Doom is a prequel, yeah. Oh, I had no idea. Yeah. I need to I need to go you back did, and You missed that. that podcast, yeah. We yeah. went over that one. Uh, the okay. second one is actually a prequel. Um, okay. There's there's a whole dynamic that I think yeah. gets 
that, that we miss in the in the Indiana Jones films, and and it's not necessarily the the first one that covers it, but there's definitely a father son dynamic there. There's definitely moving on to, to Shia LaBeouf playing his uh, his yeah. son. Um, there's definitely like a father son thing. Like he needs a sidekick, whether it's whether it's short round, uh, whether it's Indiana Jones being the sidekick to his dad. Because let's be honest, his dad started the mission. His dad started. All of this, he was the sidekick who came along the way. I'm actually more interested in how uh, Henry Jones Sr. got over there. How he meet the, uh, the the Nazi chick? Um, what was their whirlwind romance like? Who else was she hooking up with? Was she just? I mean, is there she, anything she's done on the side I can watch? She's she's <laughs> a honeypot, dude. She's 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 a honeypot. Uh, conspiracy theory: So is Barack Obama's mom. She was uh, her her job. She was a CIA asset who was essentially there to. to yeah, hook. she was. Yeah, and that's how we got Barack. Um, that's but, how we got out of Barack. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so Henry Jones and Junior and Senior both hooked up with a with a Nazi honeypot, which is something that that is very real. Um, we've we've seen it in in other movies. Um, there's the. Black Widow character from yeah. um, from the the Avengers movies. She's she's a honeypot. She is a sex trap. That's that's how she. Uh, that's what she does. She uses her sexuality to get all of get the information that she yeah. needs to do the things that she needs to do. Because it, guys are stupid. Because guys are stupid, and they're like, "Our hot woman." Uh, here's national secrets. <laughs> I know we're at war, but with your country. But here's everything that we know so far. <laughs> By the way, Nazi girl, let's go to the Nazis and rescue my dad. <laughs> I'm a Scottish art guy. <laughs> That's my Indiana Jones impression. That, no, I mean, it was spot on. Like, I didn't... <laughs> Serious clapping. <laughs> no, I, uh... Okay, two sides of this. One, like I'm, I'm so disappointed. Like what? This is cotton candy, uh, cotton candy Kush, from KB Tree, pre roll. If I can use it for later. Yeah, absolutely. Because oh, I got. Yeah, she's gonna do. Yeah, go grab me. I always feel like a dick about that. Um, um, but no. Um, so so part of that, like the the part that's really disappointing to me, is that. I know I'm never going to be important enough to uh, <laughs> to, to get be, like you know seduced by a professional. <laughs> so, well, you were almost there, sir. When I you was ran for close. assembly, yeah. No, and you know, you would have, you totally would have gotten some honeypots. I, you know, the Russians were all over me. Yeah, they're like you must be such Jake Thompson, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> I live in Nikiski. Gigging man, shit, Ashton. So you met Cartman's mom. I was gonna say that sounded so much more like uh, Twin Peaks than anything else. Well, Gar- we should review Twin Peaks by the way. Cartman's mom um, yeah. did German shiza porn. Yeah, well, it, we all have. Like, there's two kinds of people in the world. The kind of people that admit it, and the kind of people that are going to do it later. <laughs> you mean liars. <laughs> yeah. Um, the Germans yeah. have it on. All of us. So what, do you, what did you think of, uh, of, of Spielberg's uh, direction of the film? Like, for, I, me, for me personally, I feel like this is a film... I, I watched it a couple of different ways over a couple of days. Yeah. I watched it a little bit on the phone. Don't watch it on your phone. Watch it on the big screen. I watched See it on the it. big screen with gigantic black, like, eyeballs. <laughs> 
Like it was, it was, it was such a weird. I mostly listened to it and saw chunks of it. I have to swap my projector. Um, like that. That's the thing we're doing today. But um, but I decided to write it out, and that was actually going to be my um, kind of my take and my perception on uh, this particular review. Is that I saw the movie, but I really only saw three quarters of the movie because of my gigantic. But was it the best three quarters of the movie? Was it like the far corners, the left like? Well, yeah, I had a little over here, a little over here. So the upper left and upper right corner. So you know, like I got the majority. I we just didn't have faces. Mm. I couldn't tell. You know who what Harrison here. Ford looks like? Well, and and Sean Connery. Yeah. So so just and the cool thing about that is you can get like young and Sean. You can imagine there. young Sean Connery, mm-hmm. old Sean Connery. You yeah. can uh, you can imagine it's you know like young Harrison Ford, old Harrison Ford. You know like Har- you know Harrison Ford from. Uh, um, Air Force One, or is it Harrison Ford from uh, Star Wars? Which exactly? By the way, which one is the most Scottish? Same movie, uh, essentially same character. I mean, yeah. like, Harrison Ford will, has mostly just been Han Solo most of his career. Like, there's not a Han Solo. It's the leather vest. Um, Indiana Jones. It's the hat and the satchel. They. Yeah. I think it. it uh, you know, he's he's got his little side holster and versus yeah. his whip. Uh, he's got his hat. He's got his, you know, his fucking. He's, he's a one-off. This thing, dude. It's a, he's Watch basically space one. Indiana Jones. Yeah, that's all he is. Uh, Harrison, or um, which, by the way, would be a throw in Indiana Jones in Star Wars. Yeah, you know, I mean, why not? They've already he got fit, aliens. Actually, yeah. I mean, you could just you could totally integrate that character, and it wouldn't even like phase anything. Like you've got. I mean, give him, but get, well, he's got his pistol, so give him like a little laser. But other than that, you don't have to change him at all. Still use the whip. There's series a, like all like. There's there's a comic with, that actually has short round <coughs> in his later teen years with Indiana. They go hunting Sasquatch, who turns out to be Chewbacca, and then they end up finding the Millennium Falcon in the remains of Han Solo. I'm gonna need you to send me the link for that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is oh, why dude. are we reviewing some what? movie from like 30 years ago when, when we could be? Is, yeah, that's a thing. I that's have, the yeah. thing. Well, I mean, what if that's the hairy man out in Port Chatham? What if it's Chewie? <laughs> Why not? Chewie rips people limb from limb. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Chewie would be way cooler. I mean, all of the Indiana Jones movies would be cool if you way cooler if you threw in a little bit more George Lucas canon in there. Like, why not Howard the Duck? Throw Howard the Duck in Indiana Jones. Like, what if he that was the relic he was looking for the golden egg? <laughs> like and, and and we can continue that because Shia LaBeouf is his kid and, and going into the 60s because um, the, the swap Jar Jar with Howard the Duck oh gosh why not yeah. I mean in the in the world of downloadable content in films you could totally do, do Howard yeah. the Duck and as Chewbacca you know what and there's someone out there listening right now that can do this and the fact that you're not doing it is you're lazy and you need to commit to this project we need you on the YouTube channel yeah, come on. Let's. We need like, it for the content, if nothing else. Yeah. So this, whatever you're doing right now, it is fucking dumb. The <laughs> fact that you have not made Howard the Duck, Chewbacca, or Jar Jar Binks. Yeah. Or you know, um, you're selfish. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, Job of the Hut. How much cooler would Job of the Hut be if it were if it were Howard the Duck? Yeah. Which which <laughs> which by the way. Uh, common denominator for some of our, our other incest movie Back to the Future uh, Leah Thompson yeah Leah Thompson is I mean no matter what she did after Back to the Future she still tried to hook up with her kid 
<laughs> like she still and it wasn't like it's one of those resume. movies where that's like a tragedy like that was played for laughs yeah <laughs> no you know I mean come on <sighs> what a time to be alive 1985 like, um, <laughs> yeah I was gonna it was a different world back then yeah. you can never look at you can never look at those 19 you can never look at the boomers the same way <laughs> no they <sighs> that's that's how we ended up the way we are you know Incest. like they normalized incest for us. No, like, yeah. think about it. Think about some of the, the biggest movies of of our generation. You look at films like Star Wars. Hey, you know you what's look. funny? Fucking your kids. That's what's funny. And and now, like, and now that's, like, the shit, you know? Like, yeah. um, you know, now that's, that's the world that we live in, man. Well, I think what's really interesting, not to turn this into a Back to the Future uh, review, but it, we might as well, um, is... You you can the sexual tension that obvi- obviously existed when they made that movie, like there's so much like you know like Marty's mom is like this you know in, in the end it's, it's all about how being a good girl and I would never sit in a parked car with a boy and that whole thing mm-hmm. and then you roll back to how Marty's mom was and she would bang her own son yeah um and uh it, it was just really funny to think about like like how much of Hollywood like really like relied on sexual tension for that particular I mean it's a great concept a car that travels like back into time or into the future and the whole like you know you have to save Doc from being shot and all this stuff plus he's got to get back to the future but instead we're going to fill in all this like weird kind of creepy sex stuff from like a, a, like what a person that pretends to be an absolute prude in their, you know, in their adulthood. Well, she never got to have those feelings, right? So, like, the only person in that reality that she'd ever been with or, or even that we know of pursued was George McFly. Yeah. Right? And, and she never would have with George McFly. She, was, she wasn't making out with a boy in a car with George McFly... Uh, in that universe, she hooked up with George McFly because he was he was in a tree and and then he he Keeping wasn't on her. he yeah. was he was he was pe- he got his dream girl um, but in the end he ruined her life. Yeah. Um, she never got to have those feelings for anyone other than George. At least you know, God, I can't fucking say this. Uh, all right, you can. At least she it. got to have those feelings for her child. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Hey Siri, what do we say next? Florence Nightingale syndrome? Isn't that what that is? Oh. It just hurts to think about. Like but but in that world, like Calvin. But but think about who who George McFly was in the parallel universe. Right, where he's the author, and he's you know things are going well, and mom's playing tennis, and all this other shit. Right, um, George in that world's confident. In in that world, she's confident too. Like yeah. um, because she she had sort of that 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 hero story. George was that hero for her. He rescued her in that universe. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Like so, she has had those lustful feelings. She has just had them inside of this relationship with George. Until, and and this is where I think we went into this in another podcast. Um, 
Marty did go back in time because he was curious, and that's how we ended up with his sister who had the jaw. Um, <laughs> did we go over this? I, I know no, we went over I, this on the podcast. I, I don't know if you were there for that. I don't know. Um, yeah, so I think what is it called? Habsburg jaw? I think it's called Habsburg jaw. It's um, okay, yeah, no, from the Habsburg family in, in Europe. Very, very uh, wealthy family. Anyway, oh, well, so. Uh, his sister, uh, George's sister, if you look her up on Google, she's got like that weird kind of jaw thing. She's yeah. kind of, you know. Um, I like that you're going through all the facial expressions on a podcast. On a podcast, right? <laughs> yeah. The best I can do it's is like, give you the sounds. Honestly, he's doing jumping jacks right now. It's, <laughs> you know what? Cardio, man. Cardio is key. I've also been, you know, stretching. Watch the first 10 minutes of Zombie Land. Yeah. I'm ready to go again. Um, but, but uh, yeah, so. Just we, look really close. I think Marty did go back and hook up with his sister, or his mom. Yeah. I think that's how he ended up with his sister. Um, because, But it's also weird. Um, I mean, there's just so much going on with that that's, that's weird. Well, here's... There's nothing about it that isn't weird. Everything about that is weird. Dude, she she named her son that's what I was after to. the dude she tried to hook up with. But now, Marty has to know that... His mom tried to hook up with him and, and she named him. and named him after that. No, that's what I'm saying. It's like you're Marty and you're like you're looking at your mom, it's like she wants to bang me. She totally wants to fuck me. Like I know it. But because because I was there. <laughs> but no, that's what like how do you have that conversation with like George? Like like hey, remember our friend? We should totally like name our firstborn son after. Well, I know I wanted to have sex with him. But he got us hooked up. Tell you know, he was a good... Well, I mean, he was only here for a couple weeks, but let's totally name our firstborn. Actually, he was secondborn, wasn't he? He was the, he was he was the last. Youngest. He was the youngest. George was the last. Or Marty was the last. Okay, so... Marty like, was the baby of the bunch. We have one more kid. Hey, remember that guy? I don't... I, yeah. I, you know, I don't... I don't want to judge their family. But but here's the, the flip side, though. Like, if you're going to... Um, well, well, shit, what was the name of the first Best one? Last Crusade review ever. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good movie. It's on Netflix. Watch it. <laughs> you're not going to gonna gonna feel York. like you wasted your time, right? Yeah. Um, it's fun. <laughs> it's, it's good. Go to the Orca. Uh, get some popcorn. Have a good time. Bring your family. Um, <laughs> bring your family. I don't know if they're showing Crystal Skull. I'm watching it anyway. Um, <laughs> there's just... It's it's worth it to revisit it, man, because there's there's so much going on. Because of naming him, what was the, what was the name first off of George, uh, and his wife's firstborn child? That I know that's a Siri question. And Siri has Dave. an answer for us, huh? Dave. 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 So when did she try to fuck a Dave? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> where where in that tree is is Dave? Yeah. Um, like, because if Marty was that important was to your my story, brother's name. why wouldn't if Marty's that important to your love story? Why yeah. wouldn't you name the first child after him? Yeah. Or Calvin. Yeah. Yeah. There's no Calvin. Maybe. Oh, was there a Calvin? There. Well, there was the daughter of Calvin. Yeah. I'm just thinking, like, maybe we don't talk about Calvin. Well, did she know him as Marty? I'm trying to remember if she knew him as Marty. Yeah, because she makes reference to Marty. Yeah. It's call me Marty. Okay, Calvin. It's weird. Hmm. Calvin's in prison. Oh, wait, no. Oh, there was the prisoner that get used to these bars. That's one of the greatest jokes ever. Like, that is such a... 
I do need to go back and watch three because I don't feel like I did it enough justice just to pay more attention to the story because there are those lines like he looks familiar. Yeah. Um, you know, from from the from the I believe it was in the first one, back to the first one in 1955. He looks familiar, which kind of ties all of it back together with them going back to the 1850s. So going in, oh, going into Back to the Future too, though, one thing I think is very interesting because the the movie is absolute garbage, um, but like. You had the whole Pizza Hut run with the different glasses. Hoverboards are a thing. Um, as as absolute shit and garbage as that movie was, it did really actually set a standard for what we expected in the future. Um, so it was a terrible film, but people make so many, you know, refer- like, I mean, how many times, well, it's different now because we're past that point, but how many times have you used to hear people say, like, where's my hoverboard? You know, yeah, make something it. something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still, a lot of people saying it, just more angry yeah. now. Or the, like or this the is shoes. the hoverboard we got. So, yeah. but but here's okay. Uh, those shoes, the thirty dollar or the thirty thousand dollar Air Mags, right? Yeah. So Nike ended up. I only have one pair. <laughs> Peasant. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Nike released those. I believe it was in 2015. I think. Um, anywho, so they released them in 2015. Um, and they're they're reselling now for thirty thousand um, dollars. I'm glad I only paid twenty six thousand for mine. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh! Doesn't well, matter if they're you, worn. You can flip they, them. Just been... uh, you can flip them for for thirty five now. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Because I've been doing some hiking lately. You know, uh, if you're gonna wear out. if you're gonna wear hiking shoes, I'd recommend the Air Max. I mean, they are uh, automatically fastened to your feet. Yeah. Apparently, they have a pair coming out 2019, be $350. In 2019? In 2019. So we only have to wait. Last, last year. year. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, <laughs> so what are they reselling for? I don't see, I'm selling them for like $400. Okay. So that's not, that's not terrible. Well, if you have 30000 or you have four. And then we have Nike Mag Back to the Future at thirteen grand. Okay, so something in between a compromise. Yeah, will. Like, um, I saw. I thought I saw him for thirty five on on StockX or something. I don't know. I'm way point. off. Um, There's always that guy though that like boosts the price of everything so you can he can sell it. Well, that's. Yeah. Uh, I was thinking about it that a lot lately. Um, with sneakers, right? So, mm-hmm. so there's a sneak. There's an entire sneaker market, right? So, um, Nike just released a collaboration with Ben and Jerry's called the Chunky Donkey, <laughs> and. And it looks cool. Like yeah, I mean, they're cool-looking sneakers. Yeah, yeah, no, and as it should be. It's what a, they called me on the court. It's, <laughs> it's appropriate. Yeah, um, yeah and they're, I'm, I'm not 100% sure what they're retailing for at the moment, but I believe they were uh, close to $1,000, if not more, because of, of sneaker resellers. Mm-hmm. Um, or you can you can go online and you can buy a bootleg pair for $120. Bucks. Um, but you have this market... That has created a demand for thousand dollar sneakers. That's it, you know, like it's a weird, it's it, they're, they're a currency. It's a traded currency, mm. um, and and there's counterfeit currency out there. And I guess the the difference, well, you know, well the the interesting thing about that is, um, if you think about it, I, I remember. So uh, my friend, his nickname in prison was was shoes. So he had the nice shoes. And everyone was always trying to trade him for his shoes. Like, cash meant nothing. Mm-hmm. But like, shoes, that's like a, that's a legitimate, like, trading. Like, if I get your shoes, I can trade to that guy for their, like, you know, like, Shift. turlet 
uh, gin or whatever it might be. But um, no, I, I I think that you know I I think there's a, a weird monetary value to some of these like sort of accessories in life that you know may actually like I, I'm looking in a post-apocalyptic situation to where it's like someone's like I got money and like money's stupid. I got a gun. Yeah, not interested. Gold now. I got I got shoes and a hoodie. We can talk. You got that supreme? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the supreme brick. Uh, so, which is a, which is a weird thing to think about, right? Because there's going to be a resale. There's a resale value on stuff emotionally, almost if it's looted. Like, like if we talk about that for a second. Um, so there's a rap group uh, by the name of Dead Prez. All right, um, they are known as revolutionaries. Um, they uh, did re- their first record, "Let's Get Free," is uh, is a fucking classic. Um, the first single on their second album, they basically broke down identity theft, right? And how, like, as a how-to, and that was their single. Um, <laughs> like, like, like those dudes with this. Like those dudes are awesome. Like yeah. those dudes. Those dudes went from those dudes went from that to like now they're uh, now they're selling like uh, healthy dieting books and and jogging and and health and fitness as a lifestyle. Right? Like now now it's now it's peace. Now it's like clear your mind, let it be free. Happiness is a state. This of is mind. keto. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, yeah, you know, yeah, I guess no. I think he's a vegan. Whatever. Um, <laughs> Same but uh, but well, so St- so I follow Stick from uh, from Dead Prez on Instagram. And uh, which, by the way, if you're out there, you should probably be listening to or checking out his Instagram. It's healthy I'm stuff. sure he's listening, and he'll probably. I'm sure he's a big this. fan. Big fan. He'll lead, he'll um, lead to us. But he, uh, he, well, Dead Prez released um, a, a, like a package with Supreme, uh, which is like embroidered their middle fingers, right? <laughs> which is fucking awesome. But the resale on that is is ridiculous. You can buy it the the second it comes out on Supreme's website and or you know and, and get it at a at a reasonable price. But the resale, the resale is where it gets kind of kind of ridiculous because people have have bought all of them. Um, and so now they're kind of selling them individually. Oh, you really want you must really want that. You must be willing to pay $350 for that if you really need it in an extra large. And there's enough people out there that eventually someone will pay that 150 or 200 or 300. And as time goes by, it's not just these... fruit of the loom. It's fruit of the loom that says Supremo. Yeah. And so now it's it's you know like a $300 Supreme. Yeah. Um, and it all started with like with you know fucking $20 t-shirts and streetwear brands. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have allowed for this market to to exist and we're willing to pay for it or people are willing to pay for it for at least a, a little well, while it's, longer. It's, um, it's supply and demand, but it, what, what fascinates me about it is, because I, uh, I can understand supply and demand in a sense of like essentials, but when you, when you hit like a fashion area of thing, like... Um, like we both showed up today like wearing shirts like if you had a supreme shirt you're in no better situation than i am um yet like because they've limited the supply the demand is still really high so so what is the value there the value has to be in some sort of socioeconomic um or uh prestige kind of standpoint uh it's yeah i mean it's absolutely fascinating to me um because it's like, why not just... 
I mean, I get there's yeah, there's like yeah, there's there's something to be said about I guess um, like no, this is this is legit as opposed to like you know, Siri said like why don't I just write it on the (laughs) you know have it say supreme. You can have it say whatever you want. Yeah, but that's I honestly think like you Sharpie Supreme on your shirt. I will pay more for that. <laughs> so, um, and, and, and I don't mean to like to shit on Supreme, but no, you know you, it is what it is. Well, you can um, take a shit, put Supreme on it, and it'll sell for a thousand dollars. I was at well, actually, Jacob. Jacob was with me. We went to um, the sixth or seventh anniversary party of Forty Nine Supply Company. Shout out to Forty Nine Supply Company. They make really, really cool stuff, uh, and they're a streetwear brand, and it's it's. Good quality stuff that is affordable um, and made in Alaska. Shout out to them. Um, but there was a dude there, and I. <laughs> yay! Yeah. Um, We're gonna go there someday. <laughs> um, there was a dude in a Supreme life vest. Yeah. We're we're in a venue, right? Yeah. Um, we're and not to say that Anchorage is landlocked. We are at Willowa, but we are landlocked. Like we're. I in was a, gonna say if he drowned, we, we, this is the best story I've ever. Heard. <laughs> I don't know what happened to him after we left. Like we didn't stick around for a whole long, a uh, whole long time. Um, but someone just shoved his head in a bucket of water. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. I hope not. I hope that's not the case. I hope he's. I hope he's doing fine. And in yeah. fact, I hope he's listening to this and calling me an asshole. Any or. Or I hope he takes that on a lake this summer. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Like if like if, if you want to talk about flexing, like you're wearing it out for its intended purpose. Um, <laughs> but he takes it off before he falls in because he doesn't want to get wet. <laughs> I hope that's not the case. I hope that I hope that he uses it on a jet ski just because. I, and I hope he has. I hope, I hope he goes over like cool jumps on the lake too. <laughs> By the time he's done, people are going. What is Supreme? <laughs> anyway, I hope he has that kind of summer. <laughs> he's out there kayaking. Yeah, yeah. he's getting out. He's whitewater rafting. Fuck COVID. <laughs> Oh man! What a time to be alive. <laughs> anyway, so you met this douche. I didn't meet him. Didn't meet him. No. Didn't didn't talk to him. In fact, the the folks that I was most impressed with there were like the guys that had made their own clothes. Shout out yeah. to uh, shout out to Skatey P and Darius and uh, and uh, and that crew. Um, it was good. That was it was a good it was a good night for people who were either wearing one brand. Like they were either if they were on stage, they were all in either AK forty or uh, I'm sorry, forty nine supply company, mm-hmm. or or they were Darius and Skatey, and just <laughs> like you you could between all the woken bake shirts, you could sort them out. Um, every yeah, so yeah, maybe I didn't give enough uh, enough love to the woken bake crew. There was like at least. I didn't even think I was wearing Woken Bake that night. Um, <laughs> I had my really cool, you know. You wore uh, it in the ring, bastard. You, gotta get, I, uh, I, you know what? It were, it were, the cool thing about Alaska is year round it's hoodie season. Yeah, yeah, like, for sure. Like, uh, eventually. Sun's too much, hoodie. Yeah. Uh, oh my god, I can't. Like, I uh, finally, like, finally my daughter took off her hoodie to exchange for another hoodie. <laughs> 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 like, it's been weeks. I'm like, you should change your clothes. She's like, okay, yeah, well, well, okay, that that hoodie's fine, <laughs> and that's I think that's important. You gotta find you gotta find what what works for you. Mm-hmm. I'm just getting a tattoo of a hoodie. 
<laughs> That's because you're hardcore. Yeah, just go naked. Yeah. I know a guy in Soldana. John, he can, he can do that yeah. for you. Um, that'd be a good luck. I'd like to see that. Um, here's a question, though. If you tattoo a hoodie on it, does it like... Does it become like a faux fur coat if you grow your back hair out? <laughs> no, it's just it's just a hoodie with a lot of lint. Ooh. Or like you have a dog. <laughs> Someone's going to keep trying to brush it off. <laughs> you take a roller to it. Why does your sweatshirt have nipples? <laughs> Why doesn't yours? <laughs> now the only answer. answer. It's got nipples, though. Yeah. Oh! <laughs> oh! That could be a thing. Be li- two little, two little Unabomber nipples. <laughs> <laughs> Just smiling Unabomber nipples. Just the touch of the tip of their nose. Oh, oh, cool. oh, but anyway, so yeah, so that's the last crusade. <laughs> and and that was the best of the three. Um, but I do need to finish um, the Crystal Skulls. I'm not, I'm not actually that upset by it. I, you know, honestly, I haven't watched the Crystal Skull. Okay, it's on. I mean, it's on Netflix now, and I I don't know if they're gonna play it at the Orca. Um, most, but you can imagine. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's almost universally disliked, right? For people who like Indiana Jones films, they generally don't like this one, and I th- I think it's well part of it is because well it was let's it, let's go back eleven years. It's it's Shia LaBeouf. It's I the kid from say, the Transformers. Like you take something sacred like the Indiana Jones series. And then you take, like, I don't even know how to describe Shia LaBeouf. He was Captain Meltdown at the time. Yeah, I, I, I don't want to say anything derogatory about the gentleman. Seems like a good enough guy. I personally probably wouldn't hang out with him for too long. But he, he seems like the kind of guy that's hitting on your wife when, like, you know, you're running to the store to get him a pack of cigarettes, you know? <laughs> I don't know. I could tell you. Um, and maybe he was at one point that kind of guy. But I do know that he's he's a better actor than he was given credit for in 09. I have not seen 09. Oh, no, no, oh, no. The year, the, the year 2009. Okay. Um, he's, he's... Yeah, I didn't see anything in the year 2009. Did you see him in the Transformers movies? What? Did you see him in the Transformers movies? I did. Okay. So... So he's he's a really really good actor who was given a cheesy script and put in a cheap you know he, I, he uses I a platform. Okay. Um, I mean you know uh, he he played uh, he played Witwicky really good. No one else can ever play uh, kin to him that that wasn't already kin in that movie. Um, but he's a he's a better actor I think than than we've ever given him credit for and and he does a really good job of playing those. Those George Lucas, um, yeah. uh, Steven Spielberg, nineteen fifty five characters um, that that we saw um, in. I know it's a Robert Zemeckis film, be but great back as one of the Nazis. Yeah, he's been. Has he been a Nazi? I think he's been a Nazi. Yeah, I love you so much. I know. I'm so sweet. glad you're here. Um. <laughs> I, I I think he's I think he's been a Nazi at least once. And <laughs> listeners, if you're at home and you know the the Nazi, by all means, uh, leave it in the comments. Um, well, we we know he's been a Nazi, but has he played one? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so so this is cool. I'm gonna have fun editing this one because I've been um, not so much in this last episode uh, with the the um, J 
Jeffrey Epstein uh, episode. I need to go back and add. There's another notes. Epstein documentary. Good. We'll talk about it in a minute. Okay. Um, but so uh, around this time, around the mentioned time, mentioned Bill Gates, by the way. Good. Um, Apparently, he's never played a Nazi, but has gotten into fights with Nazis. Okay. Okay. Oh. oh so you were way oh. off. You were oh, way off. Well, you know, I fight with my brothers. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so that'll be a day. <laughs> um, he he was actually pretty instrumental to uh, a, a rapper by the name of uh, Cage. Uh, his career, oh, of course, especially around that. Yeah. So um, the record "Depart from Me" um, was that was like Shia LaBeouf directed. Um, was it "Depart from Me"? Fuck. I'll I'll be sure to put the right album in or or look it up. I believe it was the. the <laughs> yeah, you're, you're here. You're, this is it. what you do. Yeah. Uh, bless your heart. You know what? When you're done. Save all the links and just send them to me, and I'll, I'll put them in the description. I'll get this Actually, all get done a lot quicker. Why don't you just upload it for us? Oh. <laughs> um, but he was. It was around the, the, the 2009 album. And I want some coffee. Um, just... Yeah, I think it was "Depart from Me." Um, "Depart from Me" from Cage. Uh, very good record. Uh, Alex Party did the uh, did the album cover. Um, but yeah, so Shia LaBeouf actually directed uh, a video yeah. for a song on that album, and it was a, cool. it was a really good direction. It was the story itself is about a uh, a guy who's stalking a girl. Um, uh, he's he's having these interactions with her in his head. He's basically it, it's it's the story that the Joker had with his neighbor, but ten years prior, like yeah. telling that story. He's in a relationship with a girl who has no idea she's in a relationship with him. Yeah, um, all girls are like that. Though. <laughs> that story, um, but but Shia tells that. Show story. me a girl that knows she's in a relationship. <laughs> um, anyway, great video, really yeah. good video. Um, but it's it's a split between that and um, uh, and like a live performance in a basement. And if you've ever been to like a cage perf- uh, a cage concert, that's kind of what it feels like. It was like a weird sort of, I don't know, it's hard to describe. I'll put the links in the description. You can watch it if you like. So the song was I Never Knew You off the Depart From Me album. Perfect. That's what, that's actually what I was going to say. And you hit the <laughs> nail on the head. No, um, I, by the way, uh, while we're on it, because this is, this is this week and this is streaming service and chill, it also runs back to LP of Run the Jewels, who just released a record uh, this mm-hmm. week, which I highly recommend if... If you have any kind of streaming service with music provided, check out RTJ4. But LP uh, produced um, Cage's album, uh, Hell's Winter, from beginning to end. And so if you like Run the Jewels, this is going to be part of that cool rabbit hole you get to go down um, of LP production. By the way, Vast Air as well. Uh, Cannibal Ox. Um, the Cold Cannibal Weather. Other really, really cool, noteworthy LP production that um, if you like Run the Jewels, and a lot of people do, this is it's kind of the season for it. Um, it's it's cool. Like, if you're going to, you know, uh, going to set fire to shit, I guess, you got to have a good <laughs> soundtrack. Um, <laughs> not, that's not a sponsor. <laughs> Which, man, do we want to talk about that? Do we want to, do we want to talk about any of the stuff going on this week? Um... Hold on. well, real quick, I wonder I wonder roll back because I think I was a little unfair to Shia LaBeouf. Okay. Um, my my issue is not with him; it's with his parents. You have to come to terms with the fact that your last name is LaBeouf. So, don't name your kid Shia. Like Jason, I think Jason would be a great name. Jason LaBeouf, or like so Amazon Richard Richard LaBeouf. 
Amazon has a film uh, on it. Wait, uh, like Shia. Like, how pretentious are those movies? Starring old Shia. But Shia yeah. is essentially playing his dad. Yeah. It's called the Honey Something or something. Honey Bear, Honey Boo, something, something <laughs> or other. It's Back to the Future! <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so Shia plays his dad. And so I think that might be one that, that would be worth it to uh, to watch this That's, this week. Yeah. Um, if we're gonna if we're gonna be serious, talk about a serious movie. Oh, jeez, we can do that. We can do that. No, just, we just have to do it soon. Um, <laughs> but uh, so, what are you looking at now? Uh, I was looking at LP. Ah, LP. El Producto of Run the Jewels, one half uh, with uh, with so Killer Mike. I was gonna say like porn. Um, so we lost him <laughs> forever. Yeah. <laughs> it's like none of this is on the hub. No, man. you? No, no. I want to know because you're always you're. I, I ask you to come because you're one of the smartest people I know. And so I'm actually like, I'm legitimately. If you're telling me you're looking up LP, like, what did you? What did you find? What did yeah. you find that was interesting to you? Oh, oh yeah, don't. I was just trying to find out when he played Coachella because I saw him one of the years that he played. They've done it uh, well. Run as a, as LP or as ever? LP beat back 2004, five, six, one of those. Okay. Years. Um. That would have been super, super cool. I saw LP um, on the Attack of the Robots tour. I want to say it was like 2002. With uh, with Cage, Copyright, Mr. Liff. Um, wow. i trying to remember who else was, was on that tour. But that was the... Um, John Johnson. Um, Sam Smith. <laughs> Man, that would be an interesting tour. That would, have been a, that would have been a really, really interesting tour around 2002. <laughs> Sam Smith would have been like... Twelve, even weird. Like you're not allowed to be here, sir. So Sam Smith got to do his theme song for the James Bond. Have you heard? Um, I have not heard it, by the way. There, there's an alternate uh, that got released. From, you haven't heard the original, and he's talking about like yeah, the super cool movies. remixes. Yeah, yeah. For Skyfall, um, Radiohead did a very cool theme song. Yeah, they're like the depressing version of like the Weezer cover. Mm. You know, like, it doesn't matter what the song is. If Radiohead's going to cover you, it's going to sound bad. It's going to sound sad. It's Nothing's going to be happy yeah, they, about it. They didn't cover uh, Smith. They they wrote their own original Oh, theme. Oh, ne- oh, never mind. Oh, so they just snubbed him. Yeah. Ooh, I like that. That's cool. That's You know what? Bless their heart. I don't even know. I've never heard a Radiohead cover now that I really put any kind of thought in. I've seen people cover Radiohead. I'm a spy. <laughs> My favorite was Prince's, because... Says you're a creep. <laughs> I didn't you know what? I don't know that I've ever you know what? Link. Link in the description. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Actually, don't even listen to this cast. We're just, just gonna call it link yeah. in the description. <laughs> yeah. That's 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 the title. That's the title yeah. of this episode, link in the description. I'm glad um, you all could be here when the title came up. Yeah. I'm so grateful. Um, <laughs> and then have nothing in the description. <laughs> 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 Yeah. It only works that way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So anyway, so uh, okay, so uh, Epstein, because uh, we 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 still we still owe the world a gigantic expose on everything we've uncovered. We do. Well, we, 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 we need to tell them how our penises were touched by what we've learned by Epstein. Um, <laughs> inside. Yeah. It was, so it's not safe to play. Jake and I had some duct tape. Uh, we were watching, we were watching Game Seven of the World Series. The Royals were up by sixteen, and uh, you know, and then Derek Jeter uh, hit a hole in one. 
so I, we we do we do need to do an Epstein one. We we because we, we, well I did it I did the review with Nikki Stein this week. <coughs> Uh, yeah. And she and I kind of touched on some of the stuff that, that you and I really kind of want to do deep dives on. Yeah. Um, so I, It gets I, fucking nuts. Like. Yeah. It, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. And they, um, with the Netflix documentary, they only touch on, on a couple of things. Um, but again, this is we're going to save that for the deep dive. Tell me about this other documentary. Okay. So um, I, I stumbled across it. Across it. Iconic. We're just making up words now. As you, as we should. It's America. Yeah. No, uh, I stumbled uh, upon it uh, today, and I, I believe it was, I, I think I found it on YouTube TV, um, which is, and I usually try to only promote any kind of streaming service that is free or, like, inexpensive. YouTube TV is pricey, and it's, you know, I mean, it, it's a good service, but it's not really worth it, but it's what I do in lieu of cable. I don't really need it, but it makes my kids not scream at me. So, <laughs> you know, I mean, and that's priceless. Um but anyway, uh, it was like the ID Network or the uh, Investigation Network, something of that nature, has done a three-part series on Epstein. And it delves into, and I mean, this does not have the coverage that Netflix has by any means. But it delves into the, uh, like, the Bill Gates, the, like, all the people that were left out of the Netflix documentary and some of the, and the actual, like, investigation and whatnot. And as you can tell, when you're watching the Netflix documentary, you can tell, like, this is... This is being sold to America as, oh, these girls didn't get their chance to speak in court, so for nine ninety five a month, you can listen, you can finally hear their story. Um, this one actually legitimately goes after the actual story, and it's not edited to be entertaining for you, the viewer. It's uh, it's gut wrenching and uncomfortable to watch. Mm. And this is on the ID network. Yeah. Okay, which I believe is one of the one of the add-ons you can do uh, with Prime. So I'll, I'll, you may be able to. Yeah, I don't um, know. I, I think I think you can actually if you have like a Roku or something like that. I think you can get it for free. But and always like travel around. Always try. This is this is for yeah, you two that are listening, Mister Egypt and Mister Canada. We um, love you, by the way. And yeah. I, Ireland and Australia too. Australia, we love you. Ireland, you're real. You're super cool. Oh, I may know who Australia is. Yeah. Um. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Okay. Uh, maybe. I maybe too. Yeah. Or I don't. Either way, yeah, reach no. out to us. We want to know what's going on in Australia. Well, more important, we want to know you. So if you're not like, if you're not messaging back, you're you're dead to us. We just we need to know you're okay. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, if you go to investigationdiscovery.com, their shows are free. Oh, investigationdiscovery.com. There yeah, you go. Don't don't pay for shit you don't need to pay for. <laughs> there yeah. you go uh, and also subscribe to our podcast yeah it's hey, 9 hey. a month <laughs> <laughs> if you if you feel like leaving a tip go to the SoundCloud page and you can leave a tip on PayPal yeah or just mail like mail a big check like if you if yeah you one, of those, one of those uh, publisher clearinghouse checks yeah like I, I don't know I mean if it's gonna be less than a thousand don't even bother <laughs> it's not worth your time it's not worth our time or the stamp if you <laughs> he doesn't speak for all of us. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll be happy with a gift card for a chicken salad sandwich. Oh well, that's, that's different. Yeah, in Australia. I mean, if I'm ever in Australia, I'll get 
one of their famed uh, chicken salad sandwiches. I bet you didn't know. Some people would say a, a shrimp on the barbecue, sir. No, not at all. It's um, it's actually a hot crayon. <laughs> Very nice. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> so I, you know, I, I was thinking. I, I don't know if any if any of our listeners are out there. I was thinking. I had a business idea. You know, because um, you know how they've done like the oxygen bar and the water bar. Yeah. I'm thinking the like the smelly marker bar. <laughs> like you come in five minutes, you get to smell as many markers as you want. <laughs> Let me see cherry. Let me see cherry. <laughs> yeah, we'll have professionals there so it doesn't get all like it doesn't mark up your nose. Oh shit! I have some really yeah. fuzzy memories that make me think I was somewhere. Well, the like fu- that, yeah, the fuzzy time. memory is because of the. Oh, <laughs> is because you were sleeping the bar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's, that's I don't remember I remember I don't remember parts of first and second grade it's, uh. I thought I was kindergarten and fourth <laughs> I remember There's, third grade though just having like dry heat and detoxing next thing I knew fucking graduating man shit got real I always thought Americans had a funny way of counting you know <laughs> One, two, skip a few. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Eighth grade. Huh. But it's yeah, all downhill. So that's the last crusade. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And at the end of it, I was just thinking, he's still got all those term papers to grade. Oh, shit. <laughs> no, that's life, though, man. Yeah. You go on, you go, you find the Holy Grail, you lose the Holy Grail, you save your dad, you go home, and you still got a fucking you grade st- paper. You don't think he has interns? You don't think that he's got he's got a couple of students? It did not actually. You no, know, you know there was an incident to where he doesn't have Ooh. interns anymore. You you know, like come on, the way everyone's no, no, no. doctor I mean, Jones. he he doesn't he maybe he doesn't have female interns because if you are Indiana Jones and you got to focus on your shit, how it would be really uncomfortable to have chicks that you know were like closing their eyes so you can read the messages on their eyelids. Uh, you and know, why like, does no girl ever do that for me? I guess you haven't seen the shit on my eyelids. <laughs> um, so, uh, so I'm sure he's got he's got some like he's got like I don't know. He seems like he's a dude that is able to coach people, right? Like, yeah. Like he was able to get his son, who by the way was smart. Like yeah. we we didn't give Shia LaBeouf enough credit. He the kid. Have you seen? You haven't seen Crystal Skulls. He survived Transformers. Have you seen Crystal Skulls? Yes. Okay, so I'm I'm in the middle of watching it, rewatching it for the first time in like ten years. The last time I saw it was like on one of those little airplane screens, you know. Because yeah. it's that kind of movie. It is that kind of movie. It has to like it, to, it was a PG movie. It's minimal editing to put it on the airplane. Like imagine how short Scarface is on an airplane. Uh, you know, anymore you can, well now but like yeah. back in the day when you had to share five screens with the entire plane and oh. and, and see through the smoke I do, um, man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm just gonna walk over here and light one <laughs> you could, but you couldn't smoke in the bathroom yeah, yeah it no. seems like that if you're on an airplane like and you could and this is back in the day when you could smoke on the airplane the bathroom is the perfect place because it helps you relax your butthole they, well, they should have a smoking bathroom and a non-smoking bathroom. Why not? Yeah, yeah, a smoking yeah. section of the, the the of the restaurant, and if and if the restaurant yeah. is that packed, then you got to sit in the smoking section. Then you got to sit in the smoking section. I'm sad I don't have them anymore, but I used to have McDonald's ashtrays Ooh. from when you would sit in the smoking section of McDonald's. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, little aluminum disposable ashtrays. I had a bunch. 
Which means my parents stole them. But <laughs> I mean, and that was an adventure, yeah. sir. That just like Indiana Jones. Smoking or non-smoking. Skull or crystal skull. So Shy or the LaBeouf. Oh. <laughs> this is this is Mighty Hawk LaBeouf. Like, if your last name is LaBeouf, you're you're you gotta come up with something creative for your kid. What if, what if they're like, this is Daniel LaBeouf? Yeah, it's almost better. <laughs> I'm, I'm, well, I'm Dan LaBeouf. Louis LaBeouf. Dan Labatard? Okay, you know what? Louis LaBeouf. Is it LaBeouf or LaBeau? <laughs> I don't know. I think it's pronounced LaBeau. I've been spelling, I've been pronouncing it wrong for <laughs> since, since Transformers. It's, it's B O U F, but I think it's French, so they say Le Beau. I think, it is, I think okay, at this whatever. point, like it's like he's committed to what we say, like because I've heard Leboeuf so many times that it's like no, yeah. no, that's that's your name now. They don't correct them. He doesn't correct anybody. Yeah. It's like whatever. No. I'm sure when he came up here, he was like, uh, yeah, whatever, fuck it, call me Leboeuf. Just call me Shia. It's easier. Well, and you know his name is really like Peter Tompleson or something. I'm sure if you go to his Wikipedia page, yeah. like it, yeah, Peter Tomplinkinson. <laughs> Pinklemeister or something. <laughs> oh, Peter Pinklemeister. <laughs> the Germans, they're just coming back around. Oh, man. Um, yeah. So I'm going to watch the Shia LaBeouf. LaBeouf. The Shia LaBeouf. We're we going to learn how to... That's what I, next time we're here, I want to like I want one of the three of us to actually know the pronunciation, and I'm not trying to say it's his responsibility. So I've got, um, <coughs> but I feel like job description wise, <laughs> one of the guys from uh, from Zoobox, Sean, I believe from Zoobox was yeah. was on Woken Bake, and we were reviewing something, and um, yeah, he spends like six or seven hours going down a rabbit hole, so we could probably. I'm sure if because he listens to this occasionally. Oh, um, yeah, he'll Poor he'll guy. he'll go down his six or seven hour uh, uh, Shia LaBeau or LaBeouf or or whatever. He'll go down the rabbit hole, and not only will turns he... out if you're a Nazi, it's <laughs> LaBeau. <laughs> he was actually originally supposed to be a character in Inglorious Bastards, um, but. Uh, he he didn't like any of the roles. He was he wanted to be the French uh, the French farmer, but they'd already shot that. Which, by the way, now he wanted the, to be the Iron Cross on Hitler's jacket. <laughs> you're you're determined to make him in some way. Whatever, fuck it. Um, but you, I mean, there's gonna be somebody that's gonna that's gonna. T- because we live in the age of trolling, who's gonna who's gonna make Shia LaBeouf Hitler in every movie now? And, and he's gonna send it to him like on his like on his Instagram page. He's gonna create an Instagram a new Instagram every day so he can post something in the comment with a link to to, to Shia or, or Shia as Satan, um, Shia as Anton Lavey. Um, Shia La Hitler. <laughs> Zig Heil, baby. <laughs> what if you get him crazy, like Shia as Joe Montana? Shia Montana? <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> oh, oh. the cocaine and the football. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh! Oh. oh no, no, no! Even better. Even better, you make him Mark McGuire in the Mark McGuire show. So now, so now, 
So now you got to, he, and he's got to do it, and you, you got to make him do it uh, the Christian Bale way. LaBeouf. Boom. LaBeouf. All right, so there we go. Um, it's answered. Um, so well, that was supposed to be now. Now we don't have another show. We, there's really no reason <laughs> to watch that movie. or listen next week just before you make the ending. You don't want. Yeah. Well, actually, uh, we'll record this and you can put it in the beginning. Well, stay tuned to the end where you'll understand. <laughs> we'll tell you how to pronounce shy la what names. <laughs> but is it Lebo? Labouf? You make him Christian Bale. You make him now. You make him yeah. jack up to Mark McGuire. That was the whole yeah. joke. That was the build up. Sorry, I ruined. No, it. no. You, By no, way, you nailed it. Already. I'll have more of that on uh, on the thirteenth at the Duck Inn. Feel free to stop yeah. by. Uh, it's free. Um, and there's a reason it's free. Yeah. <laughs> 13th, 7 p.m. Yeah, man, you know these things. I know. Yeah, no. I, yeah, I keep thinking about. I gotta hit one of those up. I gotta do a little. You, you should. You absolutely yeah. should. You, you know, you, you to do my, my quick five. One day you're not gonna be here Talk to not do your your quick five. Caesar five. Yeah. What? It's kind of like carpe diem, but it's like carpe five them. Yeah. I have so much to say, but I was enjoying that awkward silence. <laughs> Carpe five. Nickelback. <laughs> Seize the Nickelback. Someone, someone sent me a Nickelback mashup, and it was like it came from SoundCloud. I'm not sure what the other song. It was like the Dock of the Bay, like sitting on the Dock of the Bay, and and like photograph. Jeez. Oh, uh, which. Which, by the way... I think that if, exists, yeah. Yeah. That sounds like... <laughs> like. Which, by the way, if you hear two two measures of that song, like the rest of it stuck in your head, what the hell's on Joey's hair? There you go. <laughs> and now you're welcome, by the way. I, I've always... See, I've always... I, 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 the, uh, one of the morning shows I did, the guy, and lasted for quite a while, the guy I did it with, um, he didn't particularly care for Nickelback, but he had way more respect for them than I did. But I, like everything I ever heard from Nickelback was like, let's get drunk and fuck. And I'm like, that's and that's every song. And whoa, people are buying the shit out of it. So I don't know if it's like, I mean, obviously they found the formula. And I don't know if maybe I'm just bitter because like I didn't go that route. Oh, it may say, uh, fight for your right to party. Yeah. That was totally anti-bro culture. Who picked it up? Who just yeah. loved that song to death? Bros. Exactly. It became an anthem for bro culture. But they're totally doing it to bash it. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. and that's why we do this to bash other podcasters. So if you're listening to this, this is like you were one of the special ones. And yeah. 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 You're because, awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. There we were. <laughs> In a boat. And it's going to be awkward, but, you know, it's, it's just not working out. <laughs> so, Crystal Skull. You want to watch it? You yeah, do it? let's you do enjoy? it. Okay. So there we go, Crystal Skull, and then if we really want to, we'll go down the, the Shia plays his dad, which is again kind of goes into the weird sort of Indiana we'll Jones that, thing. Yeah, we'll tie that into the Epstein. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we got we got Epstein, Back to the Future, and uh, and Indiana Jones. Yeah, uh, basically the same movie. Um, so <laughs> one go, of them is a true story. <laughs> <laughs> going back to going back to Nickelback, right? Like they have they essentially have like two songs. They have like a slow song, and then they have the Get Drunk and Fuck song. Yeah. Like, that's it. I love you. We take photographs of each other. <laughs> that's, that's my... There's my Spider-Man song. Yeah. Which is... Which is like that other song. Yeah. 
Remember their very first single? Getting high on shrooms, someone almost drowning. And then let's get drunk and fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so, so did, have you heard their first album? Mm-hmm. Okay, does it? I want to sound... hear. I want to hear the album when they were like sixteen years old. Yeah. Like, what, okay, how would you describe it? Would you say it was worth listening to? Or yeah, I, I loved it. I enjoyed it. It was straight up stoner rock. It was on the same level at that time as Clutch. I don't know if you heard them. Clutch is no. pretty big stoner rock band. Also terrible. <laughs> no, <laughs> I love Clutch. Clutch was alright. Yeah. Like how you changed your tune. Psychic warfare. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you don't want to offend Siri, then we get bad information. <laughs> I know, right? I don't know. Well, well, I mean, like... there's so many Clutch albums and their sound's been so diverse over the years. You gotta rein them in, though. <laughs> like now he's hijacked the whole goddamn show. That's what shock collars are for. <laughs> Off topic. <laughs> no, but um, now is is Clutch the one that had like the one one zero one one zero one? Was that? That's not like Flight of the Concords. No, the the song that like same the band. Was in it. Yeah, exactly. I bet you didn't know that one there, Siri. <laughs> yeah. Flight of the Concords and Nickelback, same fucking <laughs> band. Same band. Very oh. same band. Bet you didn't know that. The title was in binary. binary. I think uh, that was. I think they was did that Clutch? Have... Yeah, I think that was Clutch. I don't know. I'm like I'm I'm looking at two. Okay, listeners. <laughs> Listener. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. It's like there's more people in the room talking than there is listening. And again, <laughs> still grateful. Yeah, um. no. It's like, please don't leave us. <laughs> You're, oh my God. I love you. <laughs> no, we can make this work. Oh, just give me one more chance. Next show. Promise next show will be better. <laughs> <laughs> With a lot of these bands, their singles come out and they suck. And that's one thing I always loved about albums is a lot of times the first song is terrible, but then the rest of the album is amazing. You just never hear it because they weren't. Mm -hmm. Deep cuts. Are you like a deep deep cut guy? Yeah. Yeah, see, and I loved, uh, that was one thing I loved working in the radio, like, because I got to like, I got to play music director and program, well, actually I didn't get to play. I was a music director and program director. But what I really liked uh, people to do was to dig into deep cuts on the albums. Mm-hmm. Um, because there's like, honestly, uh, in this the way radio used to work years ago, is you would get you'd get a CD or an album in the mail, and there'd be like some show tickets attached to it, or like some money or something like a payola, ultimately. And uh, it's illegal, but it happened. And it's like, you play this track, this track, and this track. Um, these were tracks that were to influence people to buy albums, and buy tickets. Um, but you would dig through it like someone's actual album. It was rare that you ever got someone's full album. You would always get like, you'd always get like a list of their singles or something like that. But if you got someone's full album, it was so cool. Like uh, I can think of local bands like Thera. Uh, mm. It was so cool to dig through all of their songs and go like, hey, here's the popular songs, but this song's amazing and this song's amazing and this song's amazing. And you throw that out to people and like your 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 phone lines would just blow up with people being like, "What? Whoa! What was that?" I love playing yeah. Thera. I, I, I Thera love is um, one of my. I had Sarah on. Sarah when when I was on the air, she yeah. was a guest. Uh, super cool lady. Nice. Um, yeah, she's she's super she's super. Rad. I need to get um because I think I've lost all my Thera albums. I need to get um and I, I would streaming like service, my friend. By the way, shout out to Hot Mess. They just released their new record. Oh, uh, nice. Five song EP, creatively titled. 
a creatively titled five song EP. Mm. It's it's not like, like they're pulling a trick on you and there's like a six song on there. There's like a hidden track. It's like track thirteen on Nevermind. Yeah. No, no, not like that at all. Got five songs. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I one got a funny story about track thirteen on Nevermind, but also um, no the uh, the funny just funny Thera story. Uh, my daughter basically uh, my daughter was a huge fan of Thera when she was like four or five years old, and for the longest time she referred to my radio uh, my stereo in my car as Thera. It was like, D- turn on the Thera. <laughs> yeah, it was That's it amazing. was super cute. She was yeah, she was a huge fan. Um, anyway, track thirteen on Nevermind. Um, my friend had Nevermind. I had Nevermind. His didn't have track thirteen. Was it actually track thirteen or was it like track ninety nine? Like well, it was track ninety nine. Yeah, like yeah, it, it cruised through. But um, anyway, his like his ended. Um, mine didn't. So like, and and it took forever for it to pop up. So I remember like. I was like fucking 11 years old or some shit. Um, and I'm uh, like, you know, listening to the album, pretty awesome album, had a big stereo, doing my thing. And then out of nowhere, all of a sudden, there's... Dun, 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 and it's like, freaked me the fuck out. <laughs> like, I didn't believe in ghosts. But then I was like, <laughs> at one point, like, little 11-year-old me goes running upstairs going, Mom, my stereo's playing itself. <laughs> Yeah, I'd never heard anything that sounded like that. Like, that was just, I mean, just the sound itself. The the, yeah. the novelty of having a track 99. There were a few other bands, like, I don't think I can Corn, think of, Follow the Leader. I want to say The Cure also probably had one. I don't know I don't why. So. I, Cure, but... I, I want to say All Mixed Up had, like, was like that. But I could be way, way off. I, it's been a while since I've... You know, Get into Robert Smith territory. We... we, we... I don't. I tread lightly there. I tread, <laughs> I, great deal of respect for uh, for Robert Smith and all thirty seven members of the Cure. So, so take it back. I don't think Corns was a track ninety nine. I think that their music Siri, started track thirteen. Why are we not paying? <laughs> uh, so follow follow the leader by Corns started on track thirteen, and then after so many tracks, I don't think it was track ninety nine, but they had a hidden track. That was a cover of Cheech and Chong. I don't know if we deserve to know you. <laughs> I, don't, I don't... Here's the thing. Like, I, I know you well enough to not doubt any of that. Um, like, if you go to the court... But I've been hurt in the past. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. You're a treasure, sir. You, we, need to, we need to go to Odie's on, uh, on a Wednesday night. Ooh. We need to have a podcast okay. where it's just like all you hear is him looking stuff up. <laughs> You hear the little clicks of the iPhone. Yeah, it's just, just a typewriter sound effects in the background. <laughs> hour. I'm going to look into getting out of my phone now. <laughs> Big old school typewriter sounds. Oh, and then the bell. God. Oh, yeah. And then and after, after every so many letters, you got to hit a button to make it slide across. Right. Return. Yeah. Oh. We're going to see. Yeah. We don't deserve you. <laughs> <laughs> what have you done wrong that you're here? <laughs> so much. Oh, man. Um, yeah. So yeah, Last Crusade, good movie. Go watch it. Go watch it. <laughs> Worth your time. Sean Connery. And if you're really an Indiana Jones fan, uh, Good Old Games, GOG.com, has some of the original LucasArts adventure games. Uh, Fate of Atlantis, and I forget what the second one was, but they're all point and clicks that should be technically canon, as this LucasArts was the computer entertainment division of George Lucas's empire. 
So yeah, if you really want to, if you're, if you like these Indiana Jones movies, uh, and, and you're relatively new to the streaming services, man, these are resources that are out there that are free. You can you can dive in if you if you want to know more stories. These are awesome, you, and these are also kind of you know because they're click and point, they're kind of make your own adventure stories. So if you if you're like you know what, he's gonna punch that dude in the face. You can do it. You can do it. You can, it doesn't matter if it's a if it's a, a child. Funny enough, uh, Fate of Atlantis they have three different story modes. Uh, if you're a person that likes to use the other character to help out, then you're gonna do the team track. If you're someone who likes to figure out puzzles, you'll do the puzzle track. And if you're someone who likes to use your fists, that's a track of itself. I mean, that's cool. That's 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 real cool. There's not sponsored, by the way. Not sponsored. <laughs> Just um, say this is this was not this is not a paid endorsement. One of the cool things, though, about uh, about Indiana Jones uh, and and the canon and and the films are are the stories, and that you can really you can learn a lot about other cultures by by digging into um, what sort of the backstory is for, like, say, Temple of Doom. Well, yeah, um, I had no idea how prominent Voodoo was. Uh, well, you you learn you learn a thing or two. By the way, uh, speaking of voodoo, I don't know if I should say this out loud. I got I got contacted by like a voodoo lady. Yeah. Yeah, like on Instagram, and she sent me emojis, and I don't know what they mean, but I'm scared. Ooh. I feel like I should what respond kind to of her. Emergency <laughs> or emojis. It's like drums. Yeah. Just, well, maybe just, she likes music. Goodbye. Yeah, maybe she's like emojis yo. with like needles. <laughs> maybe she likes maybe she likes the podcast, and she's like, I yo, I we, like your music. I play drums, and that's and that's it. Actually, that would be an incredible, uh, a very fun show to have. Would be like you know, date night with Voodoo Lady. Oh fuck <laughs> yeah! Yeah. Oh, I'm sure she's got all kinds of cool wisdom to share. No, yeah, I mean because you know, I'm I'm all about learning stuff I didn't know before. Exactly. Whether or not like, and this is the really cool thing about uh, the podcast and, and talking to different people is like whether or not like I, I necessarily agree with or believe with whatever they're saying. I get the opportunity to, to hear them and listen to them and, and, mm-hmm. and hear them out and kind of have the exchange. Um, so I don't know anything about Voodoo. I've been I've been interested in Islam lately. Yeah. Um, and mm-hmm. you know um, the country. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and and I'm, I, I want to learn more about it, but you know, like there and there are a bunch of resources, whole bunch of resources. Yeah. Um, but if you Google them, then you end up on a list. Yeah, true story. Yeah. Um, you know, <laughs> dude. I could learn about it, dude, but I, I just a, don't want to be on that list. I've got this podcast. I'm assuming that if there's a list, I'm out there. Like, I was. You're far down on it. I'm. I'm. I, yeah, I'm not going in. Like, I'm low on the list. No one gives a shit. Yeah. Like, oh, that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Just pat him down and let. I uh, don't. Uh, don't even know. Yeah. That Does guy. he have a backpack? I just yeah. Look, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. Just can't. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. He's stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Just put him on the plane we don't care about. What I, I did think I, I did think I was important for a lot for a se- for a split second. Yeah, right? here's me tell my I feel important story. So I'm driving down um, uh, Bridge Access Road, which yeah. for those of you uh, on the interwebs, which is anyone listening, um, you can look up Bridge Access Road. It's on a the bridge it, that it's gives a, you access to the other road. That's what it does, hundred yeah. uh, <laughs> percent. But my car started losing power yeah. as I'm like I was driving here, I believe. Um, and my car started rapidly losing power. And the first thing in my head was like, oh shit, this is how they kill me. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out I had like shitty spark plugs or something. Yeah. Like I was getting, I was getting Well, they swapped them. 
Obviously. Mm. Uh, clearly. <laughs> In the middle of the night. Just couldn't detonate the C4 for some reason. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. They just fucked it up. Yeah. Oh, that, the, your shitty spark plugs probably saved your life. Mm-hmm. It's like that scene from uh, from Casino. Nobody knew but me and the people from the factory that there was a metal plate under the driver's side door. <laughs> Which, by the way, it's a weird thing to ask them to put in. Yeah. Uh, your, well, your you don't. I mean, I got a thing now for my battery. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> yeah, that's when I thought I like I felt important for a minute. I was like, man. I'm on to something. They're coming hard. <laughs> no, no, I, I got to, like, I, I don't take proper care of my vehicle. That's really, no, no, that's just, really it. I, don't just, I just don't do maintenance. <laughs> I'm either really important or behind schedule. <laughs> I hear my engine knocking. Commies! But... <sighs> So yeah, last right. crusade. Go, go see <laughs> yeah, it. Go see it's, it. It's, you can it, see it at the Orca. If you can see it at the, you can go get popcorn. Yeah. You, you might be able. I don't know if you can still get a Slurpee. I don't know, or an icy or whatever it is. Well, that they're like cold next door over. But I'm sure they can. Yeah, you can go to Vons, get yourself an icy. Yeah. Speaking of being cool, drinking cold drinks, uh, when you watch it, pay attention when they're in the uh, airship, because apparently Sean Connery and Harrison Ford both were not wearing pants due to it being so warm. So if we pay attention, seats. we can see their butts. Mm-hmm. Supposedly, possibly. Well, there, like, you know, Han shot first, yo. <laughs> I mean, are we, are we going to see some Sean Connery penis here or not? We've seen I, Sean Connery in a mankini. Like, why not? Yeah. I don't know. Like, yeah, there's, there's like, not a. I found this up this morning. Interesting yeah, note, though. Sean Connery was only 12 years older than Harrison Ford when they made this movie. Really? So, yeah. yeah. So uh, Henry you know, Ford's uh, that was one of Connery's complaints. Uh, yeah. So I, I read that as well. Um, but um, it kind of adds weird to that whole, you know, like that whole ugh, the incest thing with George <laughs> Lucas and Steven Spielberg and all those guys. They kind of dive into more. Actually, really, George Lucas seems to be. It seems to be definitely yeah. a trade of George Lucas movies, Star Wars. Um, uh, Back to the Future, um, you know. The George Lucas story. The George Lucas, yeah. <laughs> um, his daughter's an MMA. If player. I had a time machine. Yeah, I thought I heard that, yeah. Yeah. So, like, I don't want to make too many jokes about George Lucas. Um, uh, <laughs> daughter might come out, yeah. She might beat me up. She's like, why would you say that about my dad? He gave you Han Solo, and, and he gave you Chewbacca. He gave you Chewbacca. He gave it to us, and then he took it all away. <laughs> Man. He stole it all away. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it was like, you know... What are you, you going to not take a bunch of billions of dollars? Like, are you going to not take a whole bunch of money? Like, well, he's not hes not married to it. I mean, I guess at a certain yeah, point, like... My, my but, thing, though, it's like, if, if Van Gogh were still alive and he came back, he's like, ah, sorry, night, hold on, I want to do one more thing. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you'd be like, no, no, it, it's fine, dude. It's fine. Mm-hmm. But no, but what if he didn't want to do Starry Night, the director's cut? <laughs> yeah. you, he would absolutely have a right to. It's It's... Um, I mean, if he didn't, I guess whoever, he, if he sold it to somebody, I don't know the history of, of the, the still selling and buying uh, Starry Night, but if he came back and he was like, hey, I'm not done with that, by the way, like, that was just give it, shit that, give it. I need to, <laughs> fuck you, Dude, I really like Banksy, <laughs> <laughs> meant to draw a big pot leaf in the middle, oh shit, 
Apparently, uh, Lucas did have a story that he gave to Disney <coughs> when he sold them the property. He's like, he it was probably a shit story. Probably. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it got into the wills and these yeah. extra universal creatures and stuff, but uh, it was the basis for Ray's character, and they did use a lot of elements from it. And totally shanked uh, Dark Horses and all the alternate canon. <laughs> you know what I was thinking? It was probably like the, um, oh, God, uh, the, oh, what is it that Disney has right now with Baby Yoda? Monopoly. Mandalorian. Monopoly. Mandalorian. No, okay, so probably originally that story was exactly the same as it is now, except it has Jar Jar Binks instead of Yoda. And that's like that's George Lucas's like been like no let's build some characters and I want to put like weird creatures out there. No, I, I mean the guy has an interesting vision. I, I he's one of the he's one of the few people I've ever seen that needs to, his creativity needs to be like reined in. Hmm. Like he need like the fact that he was limited by the technology available at the time. I think is what makes Star Wars so good. Because and I think his wife edited the film. Yeah, well, that you know, yeah. The story there. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure they're I'm sure that's a loveless marriage. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> Man, I, I'm only here, George, because you fuck everything up. <laughs> 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 Just no, just put your fucking name on it. <laughs> just, yeah. I'll be great. I want to touch on your joke. That was so good. <laughs> that was such a good joke. <laughs> Bravo, sir. Bravo. Um Yeah, so hypothetical I mean I feel like they should be allowed to, or, or George Lucas should be allowed to get hired on by Disney to do his own yeah. hire a crew of cartoonists. Yeah, this is, how about this? Let's put an extra one in there. Then you get the George Lucas like director's cut. What is what does Star Wars from 77 look like if you've got... And you have to do it with matte painters, right? I like, think it would be great if you had, like, a little show, like, Between Two Ferns. You know, where, like, George Lucas just interviews, like, people that people care about. Okay, so... I don't know if you've ever seen many George Lucas interviews. He's not, like... He's not, like, bubbly person. He's not Jim Carrey. No. Um, he's... No, he seems very confused by... He, he's in his other realm. Yeah. He's, he's fucking figuring out cool space stuff. Like, he's, like... He's figuring out what cool aliens look like in a different environment. Like, what is what is what does the world look like with a little a couple of extra hydrogen particles into whatever? Um, <laughs> what, what does the dominant species look like there? That's what he's thinking about. We're talking about. Well, what about what was your inspiration for Chewbacca? <laughs> you know, like that's what we're asking him. And he's, and he's figuring out the fucking sixteenth dimension. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, well, I bought shag carpet and I had extra shag carpet. <laughs> and a billy suit. <laughs> and Peter Mayhew was, was uh, you know, was hanging around. I was like, I got a giant. I got a, a fucking we dog drink, suit. We were drinking Bartles and James that night. <laughs> Three wine spritzers into this. I say, Jim, I got it. You're a seven foot dog that lives for 400 years. And... You've got a human that works for you. <laughs> he speaks your language. Because, make no mistake, Chewie is in every sense the dominant species. Like, he's evolved to not necessarily wear pants. He, his his yeah, hair is balls hanging out. Maybe he's wearing a suit. I don't know. And he's got, like, I mean, honestly, Chewie's got so much don't give a fuck about mm -hmm. him. 
you know. I want to. I like. like I want to know exactly what I want. I want it dubbed over. I want to know exactly what Chewie's saying. I want to. I want to see Chewie cry. Uh, he did he cry. He cried when when Han was killed by his son. Yeah. Who he is inevitably going to work with. But I want to see him cry in sort of like an upsetting emotional situation, not like in the. the <laughs> yeah, I don't like not the, like I. You know, I want like I want to see like Chewie had a bad day. Oh, you don't think it was a bad day when Han Solo died? That's a bad day, man. I had a bad day when Han's... I cried. Do you know how much it hurts for me to know that fucking Disney owns every emotion that I have attached to Star Wars? All right? Every every moment that I've ever had in, in a Star Wars film, which was which I watched a lot with, with, with my family. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, like I, those, those stories were... Um, it's all we have. They were great. They were, it was a big part of my childhood, as it was yeah. many, many people. But to know that a corporation like like Disney, all right, yeah. and to know a little bit about Walt Disney, and then a little bit about the company, and, and the, the things that, the, the, I don't want to say like the crimes of Disney, but like some dirty shit. Um, you know, the diddling of Disney. Allegedly. <laughs> um, you know, like all of that shit. And then the news, and, and sports, and all of these other companies... Um, are, are somehow, they have more ownership of that than I do, although it resonates with me emotionally. Mm-hmm. Like, which is, you know, like, that's, it's also kind of like, you know, people get upset when a director's cut of something comes up. They changed this, or or when, when Harris, or not Harrison Ford, when George Lucas went back and, and released um, the remasters mm-hmm. of, of his original films. He wrote the music, man. He can... I mean, that was John Williams. But, like, he can go... He can make... He can remix his own shit. What is the... Sorry, what is the smithy? Like, when you've you've directed something and you don't... You don't like it, the... Robert Smithy or something like that. You, you yeah, had, yeah. Yeah, oh. so when, when a director isn't proud of their work, they will give it this particular name, and this particular name essentially means that I didn't like it. I want to say it was like a Terry Gilliam thing. I, I and it sounds like a, it's a Terry Gilliam. It's wasn't a British proud of anything. I, it's a British Robert thing. Smithy? I'm sure it was a British director, uh, or maybe it's the dude from The Cure. Maybe he's that ashamed of his shit. <laughs> Alan Smithy. Alan, Alan Smithy. Smithy. Yes. Okay. Yeah, this podcast was directed by Alan. Smithy. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the new title? I don't. <laughs> I don't know. No, I like that. I like that. <laughs> Link in the description. Yeah. <laughs> directed by Alan Smithy. Yeah. Um, so who was it? Who was the first uh, person to do Alan Smithy? Was it Terry? It can't be Terry Gilliam. I, I refuse to believe I, I Gilliam has anything he's directed that he's not. I want to believe it's a British director who did comedies. Coined in 1968. Was it Lynch? Yes. British director who likes comedies. <laughs> it was created for use on the film Death of a Gunfighter, released in 1969. What other films have uh, been directed by Alan Smithy? We should do an Alan Smithy review. Oh, God. Com- compare and contrast with Ed Wood movies. Um... <laughs> No, just like what's the best, you know, the, like it, it just admiring the work and Admi- you know, admiring, <laughs> admiring the work of Alan, Alan Smithy. <laughs> yeah, why not? Alan Smithy films that lives. one. I, I, for that, we have to do live. Though. Turns out it's the actual guy. Yeah, like, it's there's, like there's, there's an actual Alan, Alan Smithy, Smithy, and like, why do they always say this guy's work sucks? <laughs> He's like he was doing really well. He was ghost directing for like Spielberg. <laughs> he, was, he was doing so good, and then all of a sudden, it's like. Then all of a sudden there was like this slam campaign against me. I mean, my Death by Bullet or whatever the name of that movie was, like, it did really well. It you know, can't. It was the original <laughs> title was Jurassic Park. Yeah. Okay. So there were a few. You want me to 
list them all. Um, well, go th- go through like reading to yourself and figure out the most prominent ones, the ones that we probably would have heard of. Twilight have- Zone, the movie. Okay. Okay. Uh, My kids love that. I liked it. It's on the wing. <laughs> See, I think there's a William Shatner was the Birds there. two lands in. Okay. Yeah, they you didn't really need a sequel to Birds. National Lampoon's Senior Trip. <gasps> How it dare makes... you, Mr. Smith? Hellraiser Bloodline. Which I believe is on a streaming service at the moment. Maybe it's Phantasm. I don't know. <laughs> Mighty Ducks, the animated series, the first face-off. Okay, he moved into animation. That's it. It's Alan Smith. He gets around. He's a, he puts in some work, I guess. He was potentially Dune. Almost ended up an Alan Smithy film. <sighs> Dune think... only for the version as extended and edited for broadcast television. Ooh. Oh my gosh! Ooh. Wow! Siri wow. on top of it. Oh, in addition to the Smithy directing credit for the broadcast TV version, Lynch's screenwriting credit goes to Judas Booth. A reference to Judas Iscariot and John Wilkes Booth. Oh my god. <laughs> Somebody was pissed. <laughs> oh my god. So, by the way, shout out to Spit Gems. He's got a song called Mr. Iscariot on his uh, new album, yeah. The Dove and the Snake Pit. Next week, we're having Judas Booth on. <laughs> Rudy, as edited for television. Heat, Streaming as edited for television. To make it a whole lot of made for TV Meet movies. Joe Black, as edited for in flight viewing and cable television. Okay, hold on. If you edit for in flight viewing, you can't be like, I want no part of this. You know what you're into. Like, you don't get to be like, oh, well, that's just a shit cut. <laughs> like, it's an hour and a half flight. And it's Dances with Wolves. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's the Godfather. <laughs> this is an interesting one. The Nut House, the 1992 film, written by Scott Spiegel as Peter Perkinson. Bruce Campbell as R.O.C. Sandstorm. Oh, I love Bruce Ivan Ramey as Ellen Smith the Senior, and Sam Ramey as Ellen Smithy Junior. Scent of a Woman airline version, 1992 was also another one. And then there's been lots of television. Tiny Toon Adventures had episode segments credited to Ellen Smithy. <laughs> See, they, so that's how you know Bill can edit this, is because it's like, it, dude just disappears. <laughs> like, he's <laughs> expecting you to just fill the next, like, three, three Mag- minutes with... Is it the MacGyver pilot was a Sam Smithy production. Like the new MacGyver, the old MacGyver? The old MacGyver. No way! Yeah, 1985. Let's see, uh, the pilot and the heist. The pilot was directed by Gerald Friedman... And the heist director is unknown. Crazy. Yeah. Apparently, it's even been in music videos. I Will Always Love You, Whitney Houston. Heaven and Hell, Salt and Pepper. Building a Mystery, Sarah McLaughlin. Sarah McLaughlin? Yeah. I Don't Want to Wait by Paula Cole. Victory by Puff Daddy. Just... Reunited by the Wu Tang Clan. Oh, so this okay. So they so Alan Smithy has ventured on into music videos. Okay, well that's I I mean I assume that's a natural progression. Hmm. Like you know you've hit you, you <laughs> you've been failing at at movies for so long. It's like well let's let's cut this down to like three minutes, four minutes. Let's see, Pharisee's even been involved with comic books. Daredevil issues three thirty eight through three forty two. Writer D.G. Chichester learned during a brief break from the series he was to be replaced. For the five issues he was obligated to write, he demanded an Ellen Smithy credit. Nice. 
Is there any? Is there any podcasts on there? Uh, not yet. <laughs> well, I could I'm make thinking, the list. I'm thinking. <laughs> Start the list. Hey, Bill. Yep. There's no Alan Smithy podcast that we found so far. So 